3: An intense but private conversation between Bernie and their guide, Carissa Kinaburro, reveals the two are related, though there is obvious animosity from Bernie. However, the two agree to be civil and do what is necessary to get the group safely to the Bastion of the Last Corruption. The rest of the heralds arrive and are briefed on their journey. And then they set out to the north, to the Hidden Temple. The calm walk is interrupted by three frost giants who attack the party. But Travancore can hear that he is actually their main target. And that is where we begin tonight. Right in the middle of a heated battle. Welcome to Dungeon Drunks. I'm your DM, Lauren. You might know me as OboCrazy. I've stolen alcohol from my husband's d and game, which happens here on Tuesday nights. So he started DMing a group that was at our friendly local game store, And then promptly the friendly local game store went bankrupt because that's what friendly local game stores sadly are doing nowadays. However, the group is stuck together. Support your FLGS. Exactly. They're now playing on a regular basis here in the apartment, which means on a regular basis, I have the experience of opening up the fridge and going, huh, where did this come from? And so this week I have 10 Barrel Brewing Company Pray for snow winter ale, (laughs) which is not something I would ever actually say, even though I lived in Buffalo for a good chunk of my life. Uh, It's a very take a picture of that, Lauren, and send it to me. It's it's a nice little can. Uh, It is a winter ale, and so this is. It's been a while since I've had one of these, but live tasting time. Mm. It's been a while. Ooh, that's a that's got a. It's got an IPA kick. I was not expecting. I'll, I'll let that settle in, but it's pretty good. I like it. I'll, I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it time to settle, because it's actually been a while since I've had any beer. Maybe I'm just a lightweight now. I don't know. Travancore, what are you drinking?
4: Good people of Faerun, Travancore's choice this evening because he is recovering from a cold is masala chai tea. And the the tea leaves I actually bought from a uh, from a store in uh, Durham, North Carolina, where I was a couple of weeks ago for reasons. It's in my, in my Buffalo Seasons mug, or my wife's hey! Buffalo Seasons mug. Aww. And And uh, I put a, little, a lot of honey in here, and I had
3: a little bit of it before. It's
4: quite good, but I made it too early, so now it's a little bit chilly, so I may have to nuke that at some point.
3: Listen, that is the life of tea, is you make it, and then you say, ooh, this is super hot. I need to let this sit for a moment. And then three hours later, you go, oh, I made tea. I should drink that. And then it's cold. Like, welcome to my world.
4: Ah, <laughs> uh, the rigors of leaf
3: water. I know, right? You know who also knows all about tea, Bernie. What are you drinking?
2: I'm not drinking tea tonight because I'm better for my cold. Good. Uh, So when usually when I get beer for the podcast, hold on, let me let me open said beer. I buy two of whatever I get because Stephen usually wants to try it as well, but he has a cold right now, so Mm -hmm. I am drinking number two of the Flemish Art of Blue Duchess de Bourgogne Bourgion. We You guys remember that I cannot pronounce that right. It's
3: all right. I can't either, so I'm not going to throw stones. But it
2: smells amazing. It actually has a really... like What I love about beer is this has a really good kind of bready smell. Mm. Like, oh, it smells like a bakery. And it's so...
3: Yeah, even Mm. beer that I am not a fan of, like more IPA kinds of stuff, they'll smell really good if it's good beer. Yeah, this
2: is just like... This is one of those things that like and I'm
3: about to I'm
2: about to go hard against Budweiser.
3: Uh-oh. <laughs> I
2: always hate the Budweiser commercials that's like, "Oh, Like, it it basically says, like, if you want any kind of craft beer, you're a pretentious asshole, which to me is kind of shitty because craft breweries are, you know, tiny, small American businesses. And the only reason that places like Budweiser survived is because they were bottling companies. They could bottle something else and they were large enough to survive prohibition. And Budweiser, I mean, if you like Budweiser beer, that's fine. It's objectively okay and the idea that you would build an entire like you have to build your ads on making fun of someone else's beer instead of just the sole merit that yours tastes good um i think that says a lot about like your insecurities about being any kind of good at all so like yeah i like my fun little craft brewery i like supporting local things i like supporting people that build jobs in my communities. so fuck off budweiser
4: coke (laughs) doesn't talk about pepsi
2: Mm. Mm-hmm that's true. Yep. Pepsi cannot get over Coke, but Coke don't do, n- care shit about Pepsi.
3: Nope. I have no transition for that. I was going to try <laughs> to say something about you know, Dungeon Drunks. All we talk about is ourselves, but that's not true. We talk about all kinds of other podcasts, but we love them and we think they're awesome. And we're constantly saying you should go listen to all these other podcasts. So we are we are the anti- bad people
2: exactly you got 24 hours in a day that's a whole lot of podcasts
3: yeah that is a whole lot of podcasts go listen to venture maidens you know who else is awesome and we love talking about carlton what are you drinking
1: it's me uh continuing my it's fall y'all theme from last week i have now have unfiltered apple cider that i'm Ooh. drinking Ooh. out of my captain america civil war cup
3: Ooh. Ooh. pasteurized or
1: non-pasteurized non Ooh. Good Ooh. dangerously the only good Met way. on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> like God's intended. Unfiltered as well. <laughs> Is
3: it God's,
4: God's apple a, cider? God's cider? God's cider. God's cider. I have a new entry in the cider wars. Oh.
1: Yes. New entry in the cider wars. <laughs> Unpasteurized unfiltered cider.
3: Yeah. There we go. Well, now, now we're going to have to do filtered versus unfiltered. Gage match. I'm going to have to go pick up some cider. It's been a while.
2: Oh, I got to get... I've got to... You make me want to go to the Big Apple and get... We'll have a cider. I'll have to see if I can export cider to you.
3: Ooh. Ooh. Mmm. Mmm. Mm-hmm. I like all- mm-hmm. everything yeah. that's just happened the last couple of minutes makes me happy. It also <laughs> makes me happy. Jonathan, what are you drinking? Hey, it's Jonathan, and
0: I play Jonathan the muscular Go listen to The Prod Sort; They're great. Yay! Uh, and tonight, I am drinking a... A uh, bit of bourbon and a bit of Pepsi, and it is in my Rogue One glass that I believe is from the same source as your Captain Marvel glass, or I'm sorry, Captain America glass. Mondo, yeah, Draft House. Go, go watch movies at the Draft House. It's great. Support local theater chains. Support are... local. Support local. Tonight, shot a Fireball to be consumed at the first casting of Fireball, or. Another spell that's about to happen. It's dedicated to some friends of ours that have gotten some attention. We've been mentioning a lot of podcasts tonight, and we're going to mention one more. The Rivals of Waterdeep. Yes. They got a mention, a big mention, and a big picture in a recent New York Times article about the resurgence of D&D. So all of our friends are featured, and they look great. They are awesome representation of just not only uh, the diversity of the community, but also just really good players and storytellers. So, Rivals of Waterdeep, my friends, this shot of Fireball is for you. And I'm about to shoot it right now because it's going to be my turn here in a second.
3: This <laughs> a second, yep. Uh, yeah, they are an amazing stream that you can also listen to as a podcast because, hey, everybody likes to listen to their D&D differently. And it's it's awesome. And so, yeah, I am super excited about them. So, let's dive into something that has absolutely nothing to do with awesomeness, which is being attacked by giant frost giants. I don't
2: know. It's pretty cool. It's not every day.
0: Yeah. Frost <laughs> giants are pretty cool.
3: Uh, they they are quite cold. That is, that is correct. They're chilly. Is coldness. Coming. They
2: are literally pretty cool.
3: Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, I'm dying. Meanwhile, Trevancore is getting- You laugh very at close my joke that. or you don't live <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh <laughs> wow. We have not had this sort of extortion oh. on our show yet.
3: Not just don't be dumb, but also be an audience member. Holy don't, cow. Don't be All dumb, right. build Julia
4: up. Okay, I'll laugh for that.
3: (laughs) I will reset the scene, as it is not often that we pause in the middle of battle, but you know, sometimes real life happens and you have to end a game to go back to real life, so we are in the middle of a battle. There are two regular Frost Giants, I will say, and one who seems to be the leader, who they have burst out from the side of this... Canyon that you've been going down, heading towards uh, your destination. Two of them have charged forward. One is engaged with Bernie's spiritual weapon and Carlton. Bernie's fourth level spiritual weapon. Yes. And the other is engaged with a giant snake that Travancore summoned just before he became engaged with the leader of this group or the leader of this group, engaged with him, I should say, and sliced him up real good and has been yelling in Giant about how they want to down and capture you to take the thing that they need. And I believe because they've been speaking in Giant this whole time that Travancore is the only one who understands that. As he's the only one who understands giant. So that is kind of the, the layout of the land. You also have your guide, Carissa, who is also engaged with the one on Travancore. Bernie and Shadow are hanging back a little bit more. and much further back is Jonathan. The last thing to happen was the leader of these giants. As I said, did a lot of damage to Travancore he's looking pretty hurt, uh, but it was the end of her turn. And as Jonathan has been jumping up and down, waiting to do his shot of fireball, Jonathan, what would you like to do? It's your turn.
0: You know, I had a week to think about this and a session before that. Let's go over my options. I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that. We're going oh. to gas fucking dawn. All right. So I would like to place it uh, right behind Carlton. And so it's a 30 foot uh, radius cylinder. So if it's right behind Carlton, uh, by, just behind his right shoulder, then that'll envelop all of the giants and put it just short of, of shadow.
3: And I'm assuming this is the kind of thing that only attacks enemies and does not attack everybody.
0: No, it attacks everyone. But encasing the snake, Carlton, Carissa, and uh, Travancore is a protective shielding as I sculpt the spell around them.
3: So it doesn't... So what I said stands. I'm just saying it normally
0: does. I'm just awesome.
3: (laughs) I'm not saying you're not awesome. I'm saying I'm still right.
0: (laughs) That is also true. All right. But they need to make constitution saving throws.
3: Okay. So here are the two regular giants. And
0: while you're doing that, here comes Michelle.
3: Here's the one... In the giant constrictor snake. It's a uh, dirty twenty.
0: Uh that'll save.
3: The one on Carlton, uh fifteen. That'll fail. And the one on Travancore. That's a nineteen. A nineteen? That will pass. Uh. Alright. So the one on Carlton fails, the other two pass. What do they all take?
0: Uh they are going to take twenty-nine. 29- uh, radiant damage, kind of an anemic roll, and i believe that's all that happens to him, but they it's that that damage is going to keep on going.
3: Now is that 29 if they failed and half if they saved or is it 29 if they failed and nothing if they saved?
0: Uh it's it the first one.
3: Half if they saved. Right. Okay. So the one you and yeah, the one with Travancore finally gets hurt. Uh, hurt for the first time as it takes some of that radiant damage and it's going to stay there. They they all take the damage. They, at the moment, seem unbothered by it, but certainly as that damage sticks around, that might change. Anything else?
0: Uh, let me see something here. Jonathan the Magimuscular is going to back up another five feet and he's going to keep an eye on that special one that's on Travancore, And he's going to be like, uh oh, buddy. Um, don't worry. Uh, more more damage is incoming.
3: Thanks, bud. All right, and it is Buck's turn.
0: Bucks is going to see the cylinder of light, and he is going to fly directly northwest, and he's going to attempt to look out for any other interlopers.
3: All right, give me another perception check.
0: Uh, that's going to be a seventeen.
3: Uh, at the moment, he doesn't see anything else, um. but he's keeping an eye out and he's got a little more distance. Carlton, it's your turn.
1: All right. I believe I'm still raging from last time.
3: Yes. No one's rage ended just because we took a, br- a, a break <laughs> between episodes. Yeah, a little, a little bit of a neat. break. It's, it's fine. It's like, man, I'm still angry a week later. I'm still
1: angry, but I feel like I've rested for a week.
3: <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened.
1: I'm going to keep uh, wailing on a uh, big guy here. And now I'm f- in flanking. So that's always good. Oof. Twenty-one. That hits? Alright, I'm gonna re-roll that D eight for better damage. Pfft, one better. Well,
3: it's still more.
1: <laughs> uh fifteen. Okay. Second attack. Uh 25.
3: That also hits?
1: Uh for 13.
3: Yep, you two you do two more slashes into its shins.
1: Uh and Jonathan, what was there any lingering effect on the like Dawn
0: like blindness or anything? No, sadly no. Just ongoing damage.
2: You hear Bernie yell, "Go for the femoral artery!" <laughs> the femoral artery, Travin. Or-
0: <laughs> <laughs> the green one.
3: She's looking at Travincore because she's prepping to do a little bit of healing, which is why, even though she's yelling at you, Carlton, the wrong name comes out. But the you, inside you of understand. the thigh, right? The femoral
2: artery. Yeah. Yeah, that would make yeah. sense to evolve an artery in a. Di- inside, inside of the thigh.
1: Oh, the dick vein. Got it.
0: <laughs> well, no, not really. But uh, all right, he's he's going for the dick vein. Oh God.
3: Uh, well, uh-huh. anything else besides that? Uh,
0: no, I'm I'm good. I'm gonna save
1: my action surge for a little dire circumstance.
3: Okay, Bernie, it is your turn.
2: Bernie's going to uh, look at Travencore and wink, and she's gonna go, "I got you." And Travencore will suddenly feel precisely better because Bernie's going to cast
3: heal. Oh! oh, oh. Um, oh. <laughs> Pulling out some hardcore heels.
2: Uh, because he needs all of those points back, and he will get seventy hit points back, which will take him up to his maximum hit point of ninety-five. Yep. And she like winks and kind of does like a little finger gun. Also, if you had any diseases that you didn't tell us about, they're gone. Were you deaf? <laughs> Were you, deaf? you can hear. Were you blind? You can see. This is <laughs> the closest you're going to get to meeting Jesus.
1: Wow. <laughs> to, <bae. laughs>
2: to meeting Bay, yeah. Yeah. Well, in this case, these are things Jesus is known for. Bay does what she wants. It's not necessarily this. This ain't always in her repertoire. Uh, no effect on constructs or the undead. So we're about to find out if Travancore's been dead all this time.
1: Or a robot. Or is a robot. Or a robot. A robot.
2: And as... Travancore, are you dead or a robot?
4: I am neither dead nor a robot. What about a dead robot?
2: We can't turn you off and turn you back on. No. Mm.
4: Nope. This sentence is false. See, I'm fine.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay, we're good. Uh, and yeah, I've been wanting to use like a six level spell and I just looked down at the math and went, why fuck not, right? Do it. And as her bonus action, uh, what did we say my spiritual weapon
3: was?
1: I don't know if we did.
3: We did. Kim- oh, I've totally Bernie. For some reason, it's now going to take on a different form. What's your spiritual weapon? It wasn't it like a oh, beanstalk it, or something. It was.
2: It was a, a
1: beanstalk. A beanstalk. Right. Yeah. beanstalk.
3: That's right. You're right. It's beanstalk.
2: Bernie. Uh, Bernie does decide though that the spiritual weapon's going to morph because she's getting angry now, and it's going to look like an axe. And emblazoned on the side of the axe, it just says Jack.
3: <laughs> which is appropriate in so many ways Whoa, right works now on so many levels exactly
2: it does. and uh so she's uh the axe gets it gets advantage doesn't it yeah because it's in flanking and we use yes.
3: that rule even though we're wrong but that's okay it's all right
1: i believe uh the great dm lauren Obo crazy once said even if you disagree with my rulings it's my game so shut the Aww. fuck up
2: well, I mean, I don't need oh, well, there we go. Oh, shit! Wow, drink. everybody drink!
3: I think this actually happened last time with
2: Spiritual Weapon.
3: It's happened this, recently with Spiritual Spirit Weapon, for sure. Weapon
2: is true. It's been
3: a while since you've cast it at the higher level, so you're going to get a lot of no, extra damage last session, off of it. We it
1: had did happen new, last session. Uh, crit rules in effect.
3: Yeah,
2: okay, so my Spiritual Weapon is does 1d8 plus spellcasting, ability, modifier and damage. So that's going to be...
1: uh, Well, you left-casted it, so it's 2d8.
2: Yeah. No, 3d8, because up to 4. Because it'd be 2d8 at level 3, and 3d8 at level 3d8 plus my spellcasting ability modifier.
3: And then... So you will do 5d8 plus 8 plus your spellcasting modifier. Okay, 5d8. So the 5d8 alone is 19,
2: plus 8 is 27, plus 5 is going to be 32. Nice. It does 32 points of cutting it in the
3: femoral artery damage,
0: which just... Or force damage.
3: It happens to be force
0: damage. Force cutting damage.
3: I mean, it can do both. It depends on where the force cutting damage is happening. Okay. Trying to force open that femoral artery. (laughs) There you go. Anything else? That's it. She's maxed for this round. Sure. All right. Wait, wasn't that your
0: bonus action? That was my bonus
3: action. She did her action, or bonus action. My action was healing Travancore. Like oh, that's Jesus. right. That's that,
0: yeah, yeah, seventy Jesus. points and yeah. Jesus.
2: My yep. action was Jesus. <laughs> her action was Bay. <laughs> My action was Bay. That's correct. My action was the healing power of Bay.
3: The two giants. Um, is it at the beginning of their turn or the end of their turn? If they if they stay in the radius, that they take the damage, Jonathan.
0: It's if they end their turn, then they m- must make another saving throw.
3: Okay. And this guy's probably still going to end his turn, but uh, this one, so the one that's on, that has been engaged with Carlton and the spiritual weapon, taken a lot of damage, is looking very hurt, but is still standing tall. And you you think that maybe part of the reason all this damage happened is because it was doing less being concerned about its own well-being and more listening to whatever it was that this other giant was yelling. And so it is going to... Yep, it's gonna do that. It's gonna run away. Well, it's not gonna run away. It is gonna run over to Travencore. Uh So... Uh... I will take an
1: opportunity attack. Uh, 23 to hit. That does hit? Alright, uh, 16.
3: Alright. Yeah, you get in a good slash on its back as it... it- almost walks over you Carlton. Like it almost <laughs> Rikers your chair, but it does. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. it's like god. up at it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's you're you tall it enough, dick. <laughs> you're tall enough that it actually does have to pretty much go around you, but there's a moment and it's listening to the one that is in charge and Travencore, I've got some bad news. Uh, coming after you. Surprise, surprise. So the first attack uh, is a 13 hit? No. Yeah. all right yay yay the 25 hit yes okay uh you will take 25 slashing damage Ugh. as it has also pulled out its great axe and is laying into you
2: God I'm really glad I healed you
3: yeah yeah
0: that, would've, that, that would've was a
3: clutch heal literally if you had not healed me I would have gone been down it. yeah this would have this would have been the moment the other one is currently restrained by by the snake, does the snake have any special, this is how you get out of its, its grapple, or is it just a contested strength or dexterity, athletics or acrobatics saving throw? Uh,
4: it doesn't say, it just there's an escape DC for grapple, let's see, um...
3: Ah, escape DC for grapple is good!
4: Yeah. Do you want to know the magic number, or do you want to roll and let me I have to let you know?
3: Because it doesn't want to use its action to escape from the snake, instead... It's going to pick up a rock.
1: Oh, boy. Duck! Big old chunk of earth.
3: And it will be at disadvantage because it is restrained by the snake. But as its friend moves around to get into flanking with Travancore, it's going to throw a rock at Bernie. (gasps) Oh. Can I duck? Uh, Well, we'll see what your AC is. And if it doesn't beat your AC, then you will have ducked. Um, all right, so this is Problem. at
0: disadvantage. Doom, 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 disadvantage.
3: Oh, a- dear dirty 20 hits you. Yeah, a dirty 20 hits me with some rock
2: damage.
3: Okay, you take 28 Jesus. bludgeoning damage as oh. around the the snake is kind of wrapped around its lower torso and so it is move it, it can't move and it is a little restrained so it can't get a full throw at you, but it does manage to grab one of the boulders nearby and lobs it right at you and you you take a hit. And then Nope, they're done. All right, so these guys have to make the constitution saving throws. That is correct. So here's the the one restrained by the snake. That's a sixteen.
0: It's gonna fail.
3: And the other one is lower. So what what do they take?
0: They're gonna take um twenty six radiant damage. Okay,
3: yeah. The one that moved over to Travancore is now looking very very hurt. The other one, not so much, but more perturbed by this snake. And it is Shadow's turn.
4: Ooh, Shadow's not happy in this situation. He is going to move into flanking with Travancore on this one that's looking super duper hurt. That's one that looks super duper hurt, is not?
3: Yes, the, the one that moved away from Carlton to follow orders has taken by far the most damage with multiple natural 20s from several people. Well, Shadow's
4: <laughs> biting this guy with advantage. So let's see if we can get that 20 train rolling. High roll is 17.
3: That does it? Excellent. These are large creatures and they're not, or huge, I should say, huge creatures and they're not wearing that much armor. It's going to do nine damage. All right. Nine damage. Anything else from Shadow?
4: Shadow is going, hmm, that's a good question. No, Shadow's going to stay put for now.
3: Shadow's so going to stay put for now. All right. Carissa is still engaged with the one on Travancore. Okay, she, yeah, she's going to continue to attack with her short sword twice. That's going to hit, and that's going to hit. Yeah, that one's going to take some damage. Not a ton of damage, but she she stabs and then she slices. And the giant that she is attacking doesn't seem to pay her any mind, but they have all had such intense focus on whatever it is that they're doing that you don't you're not surprised and she is gonna stay there as she feels like this is the most valuable target it is travencore's turn travencore is unconscious
2: <laughs> wait why would Travancore be unconscious he's said he's not at
3: joking his mic. he's walked away from
2: his oh heart. i was yeah. like hold on sorry i was
1: i thought he was actually yeah, i was like, it's, uh, like it's the fine. math doesn't work
2: i was
3: like wait a second Travancore it is your turn you are between a giant and a giant
4: Oof. Not, well, not hard place two ferns, hard place. two giants. No, no, I sh- so I shouldn't ask any terrible questions. All right. You know, it's not a week to think about what I would do in this situation, and I thought I'd only be doing one, not two. Hmm.
3: While you're continuing to think, I think I've asked you this before and I've forgotten. The spell used to summon the snake? Is that concentration?
0: Yep, yep.
3: I need you to make a constitution saving, a concentration constitution saving throw, then, because when you took all of that damage, you probably should have done that. I'm not going to retcon anything if you fail, but I need to know if the snake's still there.
4: Let's find out.
3: I need to make two, actually, because you did 20, so twenty-five <laughs> damage and thirty damage, so. <laughs> wow. Mm. Yeah. So
0: no, that that snake's gone. Sorry. Oh. Right. That's the problem with summoning magic, right there.
3: <laughs> yeah, I forgot to do this the last time, and I remember. And then I remembered late. I'm not going to retcon anything that's already happened. But at this point, Travancore, as you are, time seems to slow down as you are mulling over your options, and you glance over as you are still feeling the effects of those wounds, even though Bernie has healed you quite tremendously, and your snake goes away. What would you like to do?
4: Travancore is going to cast wild, wild Shape, and he's going to turn himself into a little mouse, and he's going to run around this uh, banana around the uh, thing. It won't trigger attack an opportunity, and he's going to climb on the shadow's back. It will. It will. Well, how, how How will it? If he climbs on the shadow's back, you mean, or if he just bananas around?
0: If you move from that position to get to... Oh, because the Cause... other one's there, right? Yeah. Regardless yeah, of yeah. The size yeah of two.
3: so unless you're turning into something that is going to avoid an attack of opportunity or if you would like to disengage or you've got or options. If you get but, shoved. Yes, but on his turn, he's not about to get shoved.
4: Yeah. So, so disengage just means I run away, right? But then that leaves my friends to fight this battle. Bravely runs well, away away. It, it,
3: okay, wait, wait, <laughs> Disengage means you're going to use your action to move and you're going to do so in such a careful way that you don't provoke uh, attacks of opportunity. But that means you, you 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 lose your action, essentially. So you're taking – your action is to make sure that you're ducking and dodging enough to not get hit when you move and you move away.
4: Oh. But I, do, I get movement, too. Like, they move out of the space or disengaging?
0: I get movement. Disengaging,
3: with disengaging. is your action. But I get movement, and too. And then you move. Yes.
0: Yeah, they're two separate things. You always have your movement.
4: I, I think I've done this once in, the, in three years we've been playing this game. And I think this is the one time we fought that gargoyle. Like, we all disengaged. Um, so, yeah, that's what Travencore is going to do. Travencore okay. is going to... And I get my bonus action, too, right? Yes. Yeah. So, guess what Travencore is going to do? Travencore is going to use his disengage action. He is going to move his 30 feet back. So, straight back. One, two, three, four, five, six. And then he's going to use his bonus action to dash and do another six. One, two, three, four, five.
3: he's going to move right behind Jonathan the Muscular. Hi, buddy. Oh, hey, buddy. And sure thing.
2: Get excited about those rocks, man.
3: You have disengaged. You have moved. You have bonus actioned. It is the end of your turn. The giant who really, really is intent on killing you.
4: Oh, I almost forgot. Uh, Travencore says, translates what he's, the giant said so everyone knows what they're after. They're I after think,
2: me! Yeah, we um...
1: Think <laughs> <laughs> Even we, I can put two and two together, bud.
2: Yeah, we can put... News to me, friend! Well... Okay, one of us is not paying attention, but that's that's <laughs> fine. Oh,
0: sorry. I'm just marshalling the power of the weave and the gods right now. Excuse me. And he, Jonathan the muscular is flexing as he's like holding the dawn in place.
2: Jonathan, you would do understand that the power of God gods flows through me on a daily basis, and I can still pay attention to things? I'm concentrating. I
3: know. <laughs> I know.
4: Of course. Oh, hey.
3: Yeah, she's going to charge at the two of you. She will get an attack of opportunity from Carissa, who will yeah, roll a hey, natural twenty. Yeah! Yes! How come I only roll natural 20s when it's... when I'm not playing the, the monsters? Okay, That's fine, actually. <laughs> so, Carissa gets a really vicious swipe in with her short sword as this large giantess rushes towards the both of you and... Yeah, I think she she is still raging, and so she's gonna take her two attacks, one at Jonathan, one at Travancore. Cool. This one on Jonathan does a twenty-two hit.
0: Uh, normally it would. However, I manage. Oh, I don't think a shield will, because my AC is sixteen.
3: Then uh,
0: shield gives shield you plus wouldn't, five wouldn't do it. Yeah. So I was about to put up his shield, and he just like kind of braces like. Eek! and he right. prepares to
3: take the hit. And the other one against Travancore is a 24. Yeah, that'll hit. Yeah, so Wait, both did
2: I of- have a shield on me that one time?
3: Was it like a, the, the little
0: buckler thing that would cause this thing a fire if you took damage or whatever?
2: Oh, I already calculated that in. Never mind. Sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah,
0: this is a spell that adds plus five to my AC as a reaction.
3: Yeah. Both of you are going to take 30 slashing damage each. <sighs> And Ow. Jonathan, right. I need you to make a const, uh, concentration save on your Dawn?
0: Dawn, yeah. Dawn, yeah. Uh, thankfully, I have advantage on this. That's what I needed. Uh, that's going to be like a 20, uh, 28.
3: Okay.
0: I'm sorry. Uh, to Con, 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 con. Uh, 22, which I think is still enough because DC is 15, right?
3: The DC is... Half the, damage or, 10, half the damage or 10, is lower, which, or whichever yeah, is low. Yeah, so it did 30, so it would be 15. Yep. Okay, cool. All right. And I think because of that, it is actually out of your dawn. The other two are still in it. Right. But it is done. Jonathan, you got a giant in your face.
0: Yep. Sorry. So I'm like, all right, this is fine. I use my bonus action to move the dawn. So it envelops me, the the giantess that's on me. Let's see. I'm going to actually move it. So where it's like Carissa's on the outside. But all three giants are still in it, as well as uh, Shadow, Coco, Snoot, Bernie, uh, myself, and Travancore. Which is okay. fine since it's a fifth level spell. I can exclude six creatures from it. Okay. Jonathan the Muscular like takes both hands and pulls toward him in a bicep curl motion, and the dawn like moves over and starts to cover this one gi- uh, giantess. Although it won't affect her yet, and then he is going to say. Well, Travancore, uh, hopefully we get out of this one. And he snaps his fingers as a bead of uh, of blue energy he heads toward just behind the giants and erupts on the hurt one and the one that's in our face as a, we'll do a, yeah, we'll blow the fifth level slot. We'll do a fifth level fireball.
3: It's a dexterity saving throw for the two of them?
0: It is. The fifth level, that's going to be 10d6.
3: All right. So the one in your face? Nope. The other one? Nope. All right. What do they take?
0: 36 points of fire damage. Okay.
3: The one that was really hurt once the fireball goes away it has fallen to the ground. The other one, the one that's in your face, takes the damage and continues to look enraged, but she still looks like the same enraged that she was before. And it looks like now she's happy that maybe she was swinging at the both of you, but otherwise is still standing there.
0: And Jonathan, the Magimuscular, smiles and says, Your move, creep. I don't know why he's going Robocop here, but he just is. (laughs)
3: Sure thing. Um, It is Bucks' turn.
0: Bucks is going to continue to fly around. He's going to actually wing uh, directly east, starting to come behind where uh, uh, Carlton and uh, Carissa are, and he's going to continue to check around as he gets an 18 perception.
3: Still doesn't see anything else. Doesn't see anything else that bothers him anyway. Carlton, it's your turn.
0: All right.
1: I'm going to charge 25 feet forward, and then I'm going to grab Halfling's exit, and I'm going to throw it. At the giant chiss. Okay. So a 19 to hit her. That does it. And I'm going to use that bonus action to teleport right there. Sure. Actually, it's a 23 to hit, but uh, so 12 damage. Okay. Now that I'm right up in her business, I'm going to shimmy so that I'm in flanking. Then I'm a uh, whack at her. Uh, 24 to hit. That hits. Right, one more better. So 16 damage.
3: All right. How's she looking? Fine.
1: All right. Well, Day. I got an action surge. So
3: she didn't, well, in fairness, she didn't take a lot of the, the initial damage. So, like, this is some of the first bits of real damage she's taken. So, how's a 24 to
1: hit? That for it? 21 damage. Okay. And then one last one, because this is what I do a crit. So let's uh, go ahead and roll it properly. Yeah.
2: That's three. That's three tonight. So,
0: tonight. And last time we had a ton too. Yeah, oh, we're so dying. Next fight,
3: Oh, yeah, oh gosh! Love is going to next run fight, out. it's going to be
0: all ones.
3: You say that like I have any control over any of this. You see, no, what no, my I'm roles just saying are.
0: that our die. So I'm saying that our the dice, dice car- karma is being used up all right now. No, no, Lorelei, so can back years. me up on this? That
3: dice karma is a thing. How many years have we played, and that's never happened? <laughs> well, we haven't died yet, is what you're trying to say. <laughs> How we, many years have we played and it's never happened? I'm just happened. saying that
0: right now we're having a giant karma dice karma spike and we're due for a dice karma dip next nah. time. A
3: giant karma spike? Oh, ah! Yeah, that will only happen if I roll a natural 20 next. All right, what was the damage on that?
1: <laughs> so oh, 20, hello. I, wow.
3: 26 plus eight, that's 34. 39. She oofs at that. She does... Uh, and it's a grievous wound after those those other wounds, but she continues to stare down uh, Jonathan and Travancore. But you you feel her take that hit, and she hasn't ignored it.
1: I go tap 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 tap. Turn around, turn, turn around. All right, uh, that's Bernie it. Bernie goes. Uh, that was
2: Carl- the femoral artery.
1: Carlton has burned <laughs> a lot of resources.
3: Bernie, it is your turn.
2: Okay. Bernie is firstly going to do her bonus action, actually. And she's going to move her spiritual weapon over to the unattended giant. <laughs>
0: okay. He needs some attention.
2: It is going to... Oh. Oh, dear. Hmm.
0: Oh. I
3: blame, I blame Jonathan. What? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on there. <laughs> on a natural one, I would ask why, why you failed. But I think in this case, you were so busy telling... Carlton that it's the femoral, femoral artery, artery that by the time you turn around to see where you're because it's you're making the attack it's not the spiritual weapon doing it on its own so you just kind of don't turn around in time
2: in her head though she has a relationship with the spiritual weapon much like the relationship Merlin has to all his animated objects in Disney's The Sword and the Stone sure <laughs> and so she looks over she's like come on you what? what was that <laughs> what was that what was that really and then she's going to um do a thing she doesn't often do but bernie is very angry because she got hit with a rock and she's got a really bad nosebleed and she heard they keep was trying a very to big kill rock. her friend and she's going to go over to this one giant that is leading the charge against trapping cord like literally walk up to him and grab it by like the toe and um she is going to cast inflict wounds She's Ooh. going to cast inflict wounds at a pretty high level. Uh, she's going to cast inflict wounds at a fourth level. Sure. It's a seventeen. That does it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I. Wow, it that was would. a terrible advantage roll.
2: Yeah, that was a really bad advantage roll. Hey, it was uh, it was enough it's but it still effective, hits, but, so. but still. Hey. So this is a level one spell, and on a hit on a level one spell, I do three d ten necrotic damage. But I added D10 for every slot above first. This is going to be 6D10 necrotic damage because she's angry. Sure. Uh, and Bernie does dumb things when she's angry.
1: Just like Carlton.
2: More like putting herself in the line of fire and doing uh,
3: 31. All right. Yeah, between uh, Carlton's relentless attack and that sapping of her strength, she is now looking very hurt.
2: Damn it, I was hoping she'd die. Is there anything mm. else?
3: It was a lot of damage. She, As I said, she, until she moved here, she really hadn't taken that much. So those last couple of hits have really taken a lot out of her. But these are giants. They have a lot of hit points.
0: They are literal giant bags of hit points.
2: Bernie's going to... Um... I guess she'd have to disengage to not attack of opportunity.
3: Which, yeah, you just didn't attack, so you can't. So we're we're done. We're done. We're just done. She's just going to sit there and wait for the next rock.
0: When do these giants go?
3: Well, so it's <laughs> not that you would know, but it's Shadow.
2: I've got the turn order. Shadow and then Carissa and then Chad. This, there's two pe- three people that can attack and kill this fucking thing before it goes next.
3: Yes, but I lost the other giant on the turn order. Wow, it yeah. wasn't that high in the turn order, so I think it was after Carissa. So we'll just we'll just say that it's in there because I can't remember where it is. I just know that they didn't they didn't have an incredible uh, initiative. It is Shadow's turn.
4: All right, Shadow is going to join the rest of the heralds of greenness surrounding this giantess.
3: Well, sure, you no know, focus and
4: fire since uh. Since she's already he would have advantage on any attack, he's gonna do another uh, bite on uh on this giantessa with advantage. Crap. A high rolls fourteen. Fourteen misses.
3: <sighs> Shadow has to like weave his way between everybody else. Yes, this is a very large imposing creature, but like there's so many other people around him that he doesn't have a full swing or a full bite to go after her and just barely misses. Sorry, Shadow. Anything else he wants to do?
4: Can Shadow move to the same space as Cor?
3: He can't end his turn there. He can't end he can his move turn. Th- yeah, you can move through your friends, right. uh, but, but you yeah. can't end your turn occupying the same space as your friends, because right. that's a body horror show, Show, and right. we don't run those.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, we're not We're not Cronenberging
4: this shit. No. I was trying to see if there's a way that Shadow could like, serve as some sort of, like, well, for lack of
0: a better word, meat shield. If he had a shield, there are fighting styles that can do that, but normal bears cannot. No.
4: Yeah. All right, well, he, they're surrounded, and Carissa still has a turn before this, and maybe there's a boulder coming, maybe there's not, but there's a lot of targets to choose from, although I feel like I know where that boulder is going the next one who throws it. Ninth, You're behind turn. some people. And, and of has got a turn, too, So, uh, so I think Shadow's done.
3: All right. Carissa is going to pull out her short bow and is going to attack the giant that Bernie has her spiritual weapon on. And that's going to hit.
0: Uh,
3: And then it is that giant's turn. Nope. It's just a little too far away. So yeah, it's going to pick up a rock. Yeah. Travancore, here comes a rock. Oh boy. It was so excited about being able to, to get away from the snake, but now it's like, oh, I don't have enough movement to get to Travancore. So, rock. Uh, Is a 24 hit?
0: Here comes a rock. Here comes a
3: boulder.
0: A a 24 will hit me. Yes. Yeah,
3: 28 bludgeoning damage. Oh, jeez. These are big rocks. And then it's got to do the constitution saving throw for the dawn. That's a 26. All
0: right. It's only going to take 12 damage.
3: Okay. And that one is now looking very, very hurt. And it is Travancore's turn as you take what is now becoming a sadly familiar refrain of rocks to the face.
4: Well, Travancore figures if he's going to die, he's going to die on his feet. He casts Hunter's Mark on the giantess. And he's going to just... I think he wants to make sure he hits this thing. Basically, uh, More of our King of Prussia? No, because it won't do as much damage.
0: Um, yeah,
2: but don't you have to be like for your... Your bow, you've gotta like be not up close.
1: Yep.
0: It'd be straight there, because there's literal disadvantage if you yeah, try if to shoot from close range. Try to shoot from yep. close
2: range, you can't do as much, right? There
0: yeah. there are feats that can allow for that, but I don't think Travencore has any.
4: Let's see, piercing, some extensions, rejection properties. Huh.
0: Alright, well in that case, forget the hunter's mark. Um I mean you still if, if you want to do maximum damage, that's just damage. That any that's
4: true. None, of the the animals, none of the animals. Another animal. The other thing you're doing is casting other animal to like restrain this thing, but um, but that's not going to do that much to me because he's going to get turned next and, and if it escapes, then I'm dead. All right, yeah, I'm um, Hunter's Mark. uh Mortimer, King of Prussia, is coming out. Let's see. Sure,
3: and because you are using a melee weapon, you now do get advantage. Instead, that's also um, true. High rolls, twenty six. Nice. That will hit.
4: Sorry, it's been a while since I used Mortimer. It's all right. And I want to check D&D Beyond because I'm not sure if my paper sheets are the most accurate, but I know I updated D&D Beyond. Okay. Oh, well, at least max damage. On nice. That's 12 damage there, plus another three from Hunter's Mark, so 15 total.
3: Nice. Do you Very kill nice. it? Yeah. Yeah, describe in gory detail the death of this Woo! creature. <laughs> uh, Yay! I nice. just check one thing.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Death throws and it explodes in ice.
3: You, you no, get it in the no, thermal it right? All right, so you pull out Mortimer and then what happens?
4: So this is something I've wanted to do with the death scene for a while. So as as Trefancore nails the killing blow, the giantess falls, and explained that she had such high hopes for herself and dreams to uh, to escape her upbringing, to to sort of escape the cycle of violence, but that it wasn't to be for her, and that she feels badly that she had to do this and go after what I assume is the amulet. I guess we'll find out later uh she doesn't really apologize because it's like don't really like you but she thought you know she she's gonna die at least she does this she doesn't feel like she dies alone and she dies
3: jesus
0: <laughs> that's incredible insight into her thoughts
3: that w- well you know as Travancore is the only one who understands what any of these creatures are saying i'll i'll give it to him sure and why everyone not? else is
4: like growl 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 and then travencore Tra- says like no one understands you bear. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, I don't speak giant. <laughs>
3: in that moment, as they share uh, the eye contact of strangers who've become enemies, who have now understood each other through the travails of battle, yes, she falls over. And uh, the or other is just one, like, don't
2: be nice to her.
3: <laughs> Considering you don't understand what any of them are saying, all all you hear is giant. And it's like, why is Travancore talking to her? Oh, she's dead. She sees sympathy in his face. She does not like it. Hmm. As she collapses, the other one...
0: Doesn't get to go before Jonathan the muscular Are you sure? Uh, I'm the, I'm I planning thought, on
1: killing it, so... I thought so. the other one <sighs> just threw a rock
2: at Travancore. It did. I was kind of damage. hoping
0: that it
1: wouldn't die, so...
2: And doesn't get to go again before Julia gets to go and Jonathan gets to
3: go. <laughs> yeah? The other one... <laughs> As I was about to say, Travancore, you hear it say... In giant, but you are not sure if you understand all of the words it says because it uses a couple of words that you don't, you're not sure if you're translating them correctly or if there's a name involved or what exactly is going on. But the other one that's there shouts out, The Loth will know. You're like, The what? And it is Jonathan's turn. Or actually, Travancore. was there anything else you wanted to do? Because you just attacked. So you could still, uh, you, you attacked in bonus action. You could still move.
4: That's true. Well, seeing as how he has a very impressive sort of greenest wall, he is going to move right there. Good uh, idea. That is right behind Jonathan, uh, Carlton and then not too far from the wall of friends protecting him how excited I am to be alive in this moment or whatever it is. Jonathan said in the other episodes.
3: <laughs> All right. Uh, and Jonathan look is around, look
0: around. There it is. How lucky I am to be alive right
3: now. <laughs> there you go. Jonathan is your turn.
0: All right. Um, I'm going to go Aaron Burr on this guy. And sure. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> a charge and he's going <laughs> to run up on it. And he's going to, as he's running, his he, both his, uh, finger guns are going full blast as he, uh, Pumps a fourth level um, Scorching Ray in this giant's direction.
3: Okay. So is that let's... a save or an attack?
0: It's attacks. Let's see. So that is third. So I think it's going to be that two. Yep. Five rays. All right. So five attacks incoming. So all these are going to be plus nine. Um, lowest is going to be a 12. I assume that misses. Uh, 12 does miss. Uh, 13. 13 misses 17
3: that and everything above it will hit so yes all
0: right so let's see it's going to be a total of 66 Ooh, okay nice. so let's see a total of 29 fire damage
3: all right how would you like to kill this creature all right as a uh, as
0: it shouts something jonathan the muscular not understanding giant assumes that it's some sort of insult or he's been bemoaning the death of this of his compatriot he's like no you're gonna join him buddy and okay he's so excited that a couple of rays go wide and uh he you know one shoulder one shoulder and then one right through his head
3: yep and as you do its whole face gets just blasted off as it falls over dead And for the moment, there doesn't seem to be anything else that's going on. We here at Dungeon Drunks are huge fans of Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. It's an official, free-to-play Dungeons Dragons-based clicker game available on PC and Mac on Steam and Web, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, iPad, iPhone, and on all the Android devices. I usually have the game running in the background while I edit audio for the podcast, and it is so much fun to put together a formation that includes champions from the Companions of the Hall, High Rollers, C-Team, Force Grey, and more. It's always exciting to open chests to see what new gear my champions have. And speaking of chests, thanks to the fine folk who make idle champions, we're fortunate to be able to offer a free gold chest to all of our listeners. Now, this code expires on December 22nd, 2019 at 8pm Pacific, so you only have a week to redeem it once this episode posts. Open up your game, go to the shop, and type in this code. Z-E-A-L-A-T-U-A-R-A-K-E So use that code and let us know on Twitter or Instagram what goodies you got. And now, enough of the loot drops, back to the show. There's, there's kind of that quiet after the battle, especially with all the snow still falling, and Carissa remains where she is, listening intently.
0: Jonathan the Muscular kind of reads it, and he's still, like, holding his finger guns out, and he kind of whispers, loud whispers back, Do you think that's all of them?
3: I, I don't know.
0: Uh. Jonathan the Muscular is remaining ready, even though he can't do anything during his turn. He's done, so.
3: Well, we're, we are out of initiative because there's nothing okay. else happening. It's just Carissa doesn't seem to be standing down at all. She's still intently watching out
0: uh, around. Bucks comes and lands on her shoulder and also looks. Basically, whatever direction her head is turned, he's turned the other way. She's scanning, so she's-
2: going to say, huddle up, assholes.
0: Oof. All right. He's, he's going to hop back. He's going to go back to back with Shadow. Yeah. <laughs> He's still got finger guns out. He's like taking cues from Carissa, you know, that we're not really standing down, even though we're totally, you know. And she's in, going to anymore, cast
2: but. Prayer of
3: Healing. She's going to take 10 minutes. She will, as As you start to cast that, she will say, I don't want to stay here.
2: Okay, okay. Uh, change of plan. Change of plan. She's going to cast Mask Your Wounds. And everybody, six creatures? Did Carissa take damage? No. She did not. Six creatures in a 30-foot radius are going to get 3d8 plus my spellcasting ability modifier plus I'll add the extras in a second. 26 points back of health.
0: Uh, I'm nearly back at full. And I am back at full. Making good progress.
2: Uh, Yeah, I'm almost back. You're almost back. You're back. And And
3: that's just an action, right?
2: Yeah, that's just an action Two. I actually am back to health because I get extra healing.
3: As you finish doing that, Carissa says I've never seen them here before.
2: Great. This is great. This is gonna be a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Okay, can we we're 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 getting on Go. the road. Yeah. yeah. Car-
0: yes. Carissa, what do you mean? You this is I mean, this is a really cold environment, but frost giants aren't common here?
3: No. And she Starts to, once again, take the path. Are you going to follow? Yeah, we're 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 all
4: following. Boop, boop, boop.
3: She continues to have her bow out and is on guard. And you can all very easily tell this has spooked her. She is unhappy with uh, this battle that has happened, irregardless of the outcome of it. And she is still moving at the same kind of moderate pace you were, but she continues to hold her bow at the ready. Is there anything any of you would like to do, or are you going to fall into a, a line behind her?
1: <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. actually going to go side by side with her.
4: Yep. Travancore is going to mention as they're walking, if you run into giants again, I can summon horses so we can just run next time.
3: Are the horses faster than the giants?
4: If they dashed, Yeah. Like they mm. just have to like run away. We wouldn't even bother fighting. We'd try and get as far away from them as
3: possible. The problem is there's not much in the way of places to duck and hide or turn, so we would have to continue to run until they tire. And I don't know enough about giants to know how far we would have to run, so
4: it worries me. Well, the sooner we get there, the less time we're in the range of potential other attacks, I guess, so I guess the, fa- the, the safest thing is speed.
3: You said that they were after you.
4: That's what they told me. They said they were after me. Wait, what? What? Yeah, huh? I, I said that during the the
2: battle. Oh yeah, wait, they, I knew that. Dick. Oh, we like all knew after that.
1: you, not like they're just attacking you. I thought you were just like they're attacking me.
2: They are. They were focusing on you pretty, pretty intently.
4: Yeah, I wonder what. I wonder. Did why you I, know them? I no, I didn't know them, but I suspect that there's someone out there who doesn't want me to f- <laughs> conclude my business here.
2: Charming. We know you had a troubled childhood, and it's okay if if you did know them. I didn't know them.
0: So, <laughs> I mean, it, it's it could be coincidental that they're that they showed up and attacked us here. But I mean, we'd never. I mean, aside from the amulet, you are a royal of Perconum. I mean, you in you, as you, are potentially a target.
2: Brain conference, brain conference. I don't want to. Brain talk-
0: conference, and oh, can I do a ritual while I'm while we're walking and hurrying?
3: While you're hurrying, no. We're not okay. hurrying. We're just. You Peace. would you would have to go slow, so you'd have to slow down for those ten minutes. And and do you have to hey, draw any sigils on the ground when you do rares, no, or is it I, I,
0: all verbal? No, no, and... no, this is just for for rares. So I don't, I don't. That's think what so. I'm talking prob-
3: about. Does rares telepathic bond require you to like draw on the ground, or or is it all verbal and Let um... me
0: see what it's it
4: got.
3: Yeah,
0: one second. Reading the old telbond terms and conditions. Um, it does require. Uh, material and somatic components. So I imagine there's like some, it it says eggshells, but I imagine that, you know, there's like burning of essence. And since I'm casting it as a ritual, I don't know that that really lends itself to walking while we do it.
3: Not really. I I would let you kind of go slow and, and do this like amble because you don't have to actually like draw on the ground or anything but yeah you're gonna have to kind of pause if you do carissa will say is that necessary though none of this makes me happy
0: it means we can still talk while while we're walking and and not make any noise
3: all right fine all right do it as quickly as you can and she'll move away and uh continue to stand guard
0: all right rary's telepathic bond happening countdown begins
3: is anybody doing anything over the 10 minutes or?
0: Uh, let's see. Standing guard. Well, if he's casting that anyway, I might as well
4: cast Path Without Trace on us. Like, it's the ashes with a burned leaf, and mistletoe, and a sprig of spruce. <laughs> I never read that before. That's... All
2: of those things are probably out here.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I keep that stuff on my person just anyway, but like, um, because she's traveling, Corey's nature guy. Like, why wouldn't he? Um, so yeah, that way, while we move, if we need to do any stealth checks or whatever, we'll have advantage, at least for the next hour.
3: Okay. And yeah, you should always read the material components and stuff, not just for informational sake, but also they, they tend to be really good. <laughs> they tend to be really funny. Uh, they're apt, I should The say.
4: eggshell thing interests me for, for Rory's telepathic bond. I'm wondering if there's like, uh, the eggshells have sulfur in them and it's connected to like one of the nine hells or something. And that's, it's just sort of the line that goes through hell and that connects people.
3: I always thought eggs are like brains. Huh. Hmm. There I you can go. I see that. There's your brain, there's your brain on Rory's telepathic bond. Anything else happening during these 10 minutes, or are you just patiently waiting and going?
2: Well, he's casting Pascal Trace, but Bernie was going to be like, now would be a good time to practice your healing. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, I was thinking
4: about doing that, too, but I was waiting for like a short rest, and I wasn't sure. I, <sighs> I was going to wait until we got to a place where we knew we were safe,
3: because I don't want to have to cast it and then go right into battle again.
2: Oh, <sighs> uh, that's true. So Bernie's just going to cast aid.
3: Carissa will mention we were supposed to travel the whole day and try to get to the camp tonight. but. I'm nervous now about that being so easy.
2: I was going to do aid because aid lasts for eight hours. Yeah. Aid lasts for eight hours and everybody gets like a hit point maximum that goes up. But what she wants is Travancore's maximum to go up and she would have to heal him all the way up to that maximum. So she's not going to do that. And Shield
3: of Faith only lasts 10 minutes. All right, Jonathan, your very telepathic bond goes off. Are you including uh, Carissa? Are you including the animals? Who are you including?
0: Um, let's see. We're definitely including Carissa. Eight willing creatures. So we will bring in all of the humanoids, and we will include Shadow and let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. You can include seven, everybody eight. If you oh, do. we can include everyone. Yeah. So everyone's in.
3: Okay. Bing, 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 bing.
0: Tell Bond.
3: Uh Carissa accepts the the invite. Seems to not be Confused by it, oh, oh that that was most scary. Oh, um,
0: but a good showing from you, Sir Shadow. Uh you you had quite quite, quite the battle there.
2: Yes, Shadow, you tried.
4: <laughs> and interestingly, Shadow always, you know, takes this advantage to say something like goofy or fun, but Shadow just sort of grunts. He actually just grunts in the talbot. Mm. You can tell he's a little shaken by this. <laughs>
2: It's shallow. It's it's fine. My Barney, she is like um, like, um, like the god. He- heal your Travancore for all points.
4: Thank you. Travancore, I'm glad you're okay. Thanks, buddy. Aww. I'm glad I'm okay, too.
2: Aww. Might not heal you, but heal Travancore.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so giant. As uh, an owl comes to rest onto on Shadow and starts to ride him.
3: Uh, Carissa, in all of your heads, in the Telbond, without seeming to need any instruction on anything, says, if if that's what we're doing, then we need to keep moving. And she marches it I forward. I see we were moving. Yeah. Well, she was waiting for the, the Telbond to get uh, cast, yeah, we can so. Keep going. And so... And we got Pass Without Trace?
4: Yeah, Pass Without Trace is ready to go because it takes the same amount of time as Rolish Pavan to cast, so...
3: Okay, if... Uh, you're looking to move...
4: Actually, no, it's It's like one action, so like six seconds. I yeah. feel
3: like we're
2: trying to do quickly, but also sort of quieter than we were before.
4: Okay. Yeah, I mean, for Travancore, it comes down to the question of, what gets you wetter? Running through the rain or walking through the rain? I guess it depends on how far you're going. So I would suspect that if you're going along off a distance, running through the rain gets you, dr- keeps you drier.
2: Travancore, it's not raining.
4: It's snowing. Uh Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Travancore doesn't really know how to respond to that. Like, this it's is the okay. closest he's gone to death in a while.
2: It's okay. You weren't going to die, and we've got insurance.
4: I know. We've I, got I mean... life
2: insurance, Travancore. It's
4: true. It's true. If I fall asleep, and it's in the hope of rising again.
2: Exactly. Now, I don't... So you said that the giants were after you, but it can't be the amulet, Travancore. Because I have it.
4: Well, I don't think they know that you have it, though. Like, I don't really know who knows that I have. That's my hypothesis, I think. Why would they be after me unless someone out there knows what I'm doing? And uh, not to discredit giants, but they are a dumb and stupid lot. I think they're a gun. They were pointed at us. We don't know who has their finger on the trigger.
2: What's a gun?
4: Oh, shoot. Oh man! I guess we've Prime. seen Prime one technically. Prime directive. Prime directive. We've
2: seen like yeah. blunderbuss.
3: The
0: GIF has one. The GIFs, and, and yeah, you saw one on the back of uh, a yeah. Billy Boba Boom a long but time ago. I,
3: I could totally say you see GIF Bernie weapons. saying, "What's a gun?" Because she's oh, seen no a blunderbuss. Yeah, seen, I, is it the, the
2: blunderbuss that the um, GIF, that GIF. The, the 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 hippo, uh, hippo, dudes. The hippo man had.
0: Hippo dude. Yes, hippo arms. Well, that did, was not did, incredibly I, effective. I'm telling you, they flew away in a giant metal egg.
2: It wasn't effective, and honestly, it was a little bit...
4: Jonathan, eggs don't giant fly. Giant mental
0: egg. That's what they
1: flew away in No a- one believes me.
4: Eggs ah! don't fly. Not even back home. No one believes Jonathan, it wasn't very the
0: magic
1: muscular about the giant fly The things either. that hatch out of eggs fly. Why did they want you, though?
2: Yeah. I mean, aside from that hypothesis, I mean, your deal... Your deal is in your anything evil. Your deal is in your favor. There's no reason... Anybody would be sent after you to get this. This is what this
4: entity well, wants. this is speculation on my part, but the deal was that my family got consolidation control of a country in exchange for, you know, that, the Curse of Madness. One would have to assume that if I'm released from the deal, like, I, we lose the madness, but maybe
0: the stability back home goes away too. This is something I haven't even thought about until recently. Jonathan, the manager Muscular, based on the giants equal dumb comment, uh, does he know about the Ordning? Do you think you would know about the Ordning? I mean, I don't know if it's something that would be taught to wizards. Like, I feel like maybe in his magical creatures class, there might have been something about giants, but I don't know that he would realize that some giants, in fact, are really, really smart and can use magic. And then, and all we've encountered encountered before are hill giants, which are which are incredibly dumb. Oh yeah, and, but I I don't think we've encountered fr- anything higher, as
4: it were. Oh, and Travancore would have has giants as his greater favorite enemy. I'm not sure that's even still a thing post.
3: Oh, uh,
0: so that
4: would probably elude.
3: Yeah, him, I but, thought if they're uh, like his. So thing. yeah,
0: actually, Travancore would pro- might know about the ordning.
3: I'll say Travancore since. With it being your greater favorite enemy, this is less about you studying about them and more you've just learned since the last time you've come across giants. You've learned a lot. I'll say whether you know about the Ordning or not, you do know that not all giants are dumb. In fact, like Jonathan said, many of them are very intelligent. Some are spellcasters. So obviously you hadn't encountered these specific ones enough to know what was going on, but not all of them are, are dumb.
4: Travancore relays this and says, update, I was being racist. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um.
4: Yeah, I'm up to it if you want to change.
3: At this point, I do need, since since you're going to be moving and the idea is you're moving with speed as well as trying to be quiet, I do need everybody to roll a stealth check with that pass without a trace. Good old right, plus that's ten.
0: Plus ten. Oh, I need it.
2: And that's our dexterity, wow. right?
0: It's whatever our stealth is plus ten, which for Jonathan the Madman's uh, killer ain't great. Either for Bucks, yikes,
2: and for right. the Mastiff. Uh, well, all right, that's, that's good. That's good. That's yeah.
0: wow. What? you're you're riding an
3: invisible dog? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go around the horn and get some numbers from everybody Jonathan and Bucks. uh Jonathan
0: the Med Muscular gets 16 Bucks the Owl gets 17
3: And Carlton?
0: Uh, 26
3: And Bernie and Coco Snoop? Bernie got a 12, but Coco Snoop got a 31
0: Stuffed dog <laughs> <laughs> so
2: Super stuffed our- dog
3: <laughs> Bernie is floating this in the air like
2: home country, dogs knows
3: how to walk on snow yeah, Coco Snoot is actually really annoyed that you're breathing so loudly, Bernie.
4: <laughs> so,
3: uh, Travancore and Shadow. Uh,
4: Travancore got a 28 and uh, Shadow got a 21.
3: Okay. And Carissa in front of you seems to be moving with the same kind of grace that Travancore does and is not, not nearly as silent as Coco Snoot. But despite the fact that she continues to hold her bow at the ready, which makes her gait awkward, she is not making a lot of noise. You continue who <Snoot> pl- says
2: Bernie, please, you are wheezing.
3: <laughs> Bernie, please. Uh, blow your nose. I can hear your the, the nose hairs making noise. You continue to push through. <laughs> it's that awful breathing noise. Uh you continue to push through the snow, the wind, it's cold, you're moving quickly, but you're trying to be as quiet as possible. The sun It doesn't go down, but you are in this mountain pass that means there's really only a couple of hours in the middle of the day that you get direct sunlight. Uh, Otherwise, the sun very quickly is behind mountains again, and it gets colder again, and... As you continue forward, you can see that the path, this ravine that you're in, this path that's been carved out of the mountains is slowly starting to widen. And after a a few more hours, when you're maybe about an hour or two away from sunset, uh, Carissa says in the Telbond, she says, we're getting close to where the, the turnoff will be to get to the mines and hopefully we'll we'll be able to make it before before nightfall. So let's let's the the giant attack gave us pause, but hopefully we can make it there, and we won't have to camp in the middle of nowhere. And she picks up her pace just a little bit. She's this entire time has seemed bothered by the fact that you were attacked, and is pushing forward through the snow.
0: Yep, uh, Jonathan muscular, like yeah, he's hurrying along. Okay.
3: Eventually, you do come to a place in where there's, after traveling literally all day down this corridor of stone and snow and wind, you finally see to your left a passage that cuts off from the main road, essentially, that you're on, and she takes that left. It is... Another wide ravine cut into the rock, and it winds a little bit more as it is doing its best to get around mountains instead of through. The the passage that you had been taking was a natural ravine ravine widened to a a road, essentially. This is more of a a rough-hewn passage, maybe a stream or something, that you continue down, and then as you round a corner, Carissa suddenly stops. Like dead in her tracks, and I need everybody to roll perception checks. And anyone who got over a fifteen.
1: Well, I got Ready? a natural twenty, so that's a
0: twenty-six. Nice. So I'm gonna take a drink. Drink. Okay. Jonathan the muscular also got a natural twenty, so that's like a twenty-two for him, I believe. Okay. Nineteen.
2: 19- Seventeen. We all did well. Yeah. I
0: all think did- we all. I think we Ooh. all noticed it. Yeah. We're all on heightened alert right now.
4: Yeah. 1918 for Travancore and Shadow for those wondering.
3: So here's what everybody notices. She has stopped because about as you've come around one of these mountains and you're you're now seeing more of a straightaway, you can see just far enough in the distance that the snow has started to obscure it, a gate. Not a very fancy gate, looks like just wood and some pillars and kind of a a large dirt front to it. Uh, The gate is open and seems to be empty. And as Carissa continues to stand there, Carlton and Jonathan, with your impressive perceptions, you see the dead guard hanging over the side of the gate.
1: My eyes, my special eyes see a dead
3: guy. Oh, fuck us. And with that, we'll pause there. And next time, you'll be entering the Amber Shoulder mine and see what else has happened. But let me give oh, you some. God it's... damn! Now <laughs> <laughs> we're so boned. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, so oh. so you killed off three of those giants, and I know last time we didn't give you experience for that, but this time we will Let me give you some experience for this week and for last week, which included some of the extra fun um, role playing between Bernie and Carissa for reasons that she still has not revealed to the rest of the party, which I find amusing, for taking on this attack of the giants and for... How many natural twenties? <laughs> <Enough>. In this game? <laughs> many. And where you're like, oh, I don't know. We're gonna this things are gonna go bad. Yeah, no, it's gonna be fine. Uh you get a total of nineteen thousand four hundred experience to split between the four of you. Wait. 4 Nineteen thousand? Yes. One nine yes. four zero zero. We did a lot, brother. This was two episodes worth of exp- of role-playing plus. Two frost giants and a much more deadly frost giant. Why so. am I doing this by hand? I have the calculator on my phone.
1: I got 117, 435.
3: And next time we get together, you'll be entering the Amber Shoulder Mines, and what fun lies within! Thanks for listening to our adventure. If you've enjoyed our show, visit us at dungeondrunks.com for links to all of our social media, pictures and bio of our cast, a full list of credits, and more. We'd appreciate it if you left us a review, and we would love it if you come support us on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Dungeon Drunks to sign up. Thanks again, and we'll see you next encounter. We appreciate all of our patrons, and extend a special thanks to our Artifact and Wondrous Tier patrons. Thank you Megan, Christopher Waterston, Linnea Boyev, Lori, aka Calamity Jane, Sir Narvi and Sailor Tweak, and Hunted Shadows, LLC.